everybody. It's another episode of Ask Jillian. With me, as always, is Lizzie. Hello, everybody. So Lizzie and I love Lena Waithe and her accomplishments. Love. And we had so much to talk about. We had to divvy it up into yeah. two mm-hmm. episodes. This is part two of our interview with the incredible Lena Waithe. You've worn so many hats and you've known so many people. How long have you known Common? Did you meet him in Chicago? Did you just know that he was the one for this executive producer role? Well, the funny thing was, I wasn't thinking about that per se. Uh, his manager read it and was like, and a friend of mine, I think uh, Cameron Washington got it to his manager. That's the thing. I always tell people, if you have a good script, yeah. it'll travel. You it'll know? find it's, like, its way. Yeah, exactly. And so I written this pilot and a lot of people were reading it and digging it. My friend Cameron Washington, who was a casting director at the time for Fox, she passed on to Derek Dudley, who was Common's manager, still his manager. He read it loved it comment read it comment called me and was like we want to be wow. a part of this i was like okay and so again, he, when he says i want to be a part of it do you mean like like he's got a small acting role or no he, he really he, it was the production company okay they, okay. Really they want to be involved, involved in yeah exa- okay. i mean he was like i'm open to being in it if that yeah. makes sense but okay. he really wanted to produce it and so i was like all right cool wow and um and at that point i wasn't i didn't have a name or anything so i was like okay i need this guy i definitely did come in with like a, a bunch of people with me like okay let's get showtime but i love showtime so i was like you didn't need all those people you came by yourself <laughs> i was like well, now you tell me no yeah. but I'm happy, to have, I'm happy to have the team that we have and, and I've really grown up a lot and and I've sort of really just taken the reins and, and the great thing is like I just do stuff now like I don't even check in with people because now they're like bitch it's your shit like you are here okay you want to cover a vanity fair nice. like what are you got to end me oh by like, the way want? that was a great article oh, thank that's you. beautiful about cover too. thank you beautiful Andy, cover Andy Leibowitz man yeah. Andy Leibowitz and, makes... and I'm really proud of it because it was the changing of the guard like mm-hmm. Radika Jones it was like it was her first issue as, yeah. the, as the new oh, yes. editor-in-chief and, and I'm, she told me that when she went interview for the to have that position, they asked her, "Well, who would you want to put on the cover?" And she was like, "Somebody like Lena Waithe." And uh, and then it, it came together. And, and I remember getting that news as I was about to walk onto a carpet for something, and they were like, "You got Vanity Fair." I was like, "I didn't even know we were going after Vanity Fair." Oh my god! Um, and they were like, "Yeah, you're gonna be on the cover of Vanity Holy Fair." Holy like, what? Shit. And then after, and they like threw me onto a red carpet for something. <laughs> that is one like, of those Hollywood benchmarks, Hi. man. The yeah, cover of Vanity Fair. Major. And also just yeah. the article and just how you know who the, I'm still cool with, Jacqueline Woodson, who was a phenomenal. Writer oh, she did do who great. interviewed yeah. me, and we just became, you know, because she's a, a queer woman, and, yeah. and, uh, and we just really bonded. And, and that's she my says homie. in the article, I love it. She goes, "You do something where she clocked the restaurant to see how many other blacks were in the restaurant." Just and then it was just me and Lena yeah. sitting there. It was well, yeah. it also was yeah. a, it was the Four Seasons. Yes, Beverly exactly. Hill. So it was. Like, it was. Li- <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but I loved how she, you know, it's always interesting because I, I used to read those articles like crazy coming <gasps> up, like because you really because yeah. it was a way for you to get a real peek into who these people were because the journalist is paying attention to things. And I just got a, such a sense of myself and reading it because it's true. I I, I did walk into the forest. I, I didn't clock how many black people there were. I was very comfortable in my skin at that point. Yeah. In my career and where I was. And, and for sure. I do remember like she's like, I think I like, like I ordered like oysters and like a Sprite and like, you know, <laughs> and some like truffle pasta or something like that. I think there are people in life like you certainly me that go through and don't like when I was doing the hoodie awards and I think it presented with Snoop and Layla nice, Lee nice. and somebody goes it was Omarosa and I was at the BET oh. awards presenting with the Wayans brothers who oh. Liz worked with Voila. and so we've known them forever they were going to do a sitcom with me Keenan had all these fucking great wow. ideas right he was awesome oh, awesome <laughs> yeah but um so somebody said to me you know the BET awards they were panning the audience and she's like there's this white face and I was like yeah <laughs> fucking proud to be there <laughs> I'm Rick James you bitch. and me Rick James were there yeah and for, for me I'm, I'm like, like I never think. And he's like, that. I don't think that. like, uh-huh. like we don't think like that, right? No. So I was like, I look around, I'm like. Oh yeah, no shit. I guess right. <laughs> you go to a Jamie Fox party. You live down the street at the time, wow. and it's just it's all black people and you. And I don't, you know, I, I guess 
It's it's just not something I give a fuck about. You've been more comfortable about. in your skin. Yeah, yeah I think mean, you probably feel more I didn't even have Steve Harvey say, I want you presenting. I'm like, well, fuck yeah. Please, And then at, at the BET Awards, they're like, we want you presenting. I'm like, yeah. And I remember going <laughs> to the red carpet. It was a girl that worked at another station. She was a biatch. Mm. And she's like, what are you doing here? I go, what the fuck are you doing here? And she's like, well, I'm interviewing all and the black entertainers. the two of them. No, yeah. All goes, right. I'm here to interview yeah. uh, all the black entertainers. I go, wow. I'm here to present with the Wayans brothers. I was like, fuck off, man. You know, wow. like that attitude. That's why you'll never be on this side of the red carpet, bitch. You know, wow. it's like I'm so like judgmental and so uh, like, you're not well, black. Well, well, I think I think sometimes at, at those award shows, because it's like it really we have like two awards. So yeah, I think yeah, sometimes yeah. you do have yeah. black people being like, really? Ooh, how, What's yeah. up? But I, but <laughs> we if, need that bitch. But if I would have seen you, token but, white girl. But if I would have seen you, I'd be like, oh, she's yeah, of course she's here. Cause this is this is just <laughs> safe space. Right, right. Kind of even what you said, I hope we're going more to a place there's yes. not like know your place. It's like, no, I can be anywhere. Yeah. Right, and I yeah. also and be accepted a, and there fucking, was a saying yeah. that became like I it's always been around, but it really became popular. Like, like uh, know your lane. Mm. Yeah, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, why can't you drive? Well, the whole thing is like, why can't your life be a full highway? So you're doing multiple verticals. Yes, focused on one thing. I love when you said like you loved your experience on Ready Player One because you really could just be the actress. Yeah, for sure. That's a gift. Yeah. You know, when you're a producer, it's like you're worried about even the craft services. Like, and when I was watching it, I was like, oh my god, that was I think maybe the one of the first times I really saw you in this character, and I thought she's so fucking cool. Like, oh, and then Westworld. Oh, Westworld. Westworld. Well, this last season was wackadoodle a little bit. Tell us about that. I mean, obviously, your acting is quite you know quite a range um how did you get involved in that well look lisa joy you know i went to the premiere for for crazy rich asians she and i at the same agent at the time now the okay. agent is a manager uh but we sat next to each other at that that premiere mm-hmm. and just like vibe and she was like i'm a big fan of yours I was like, well, i'm a big fan of, of your work and she and then she sent an email the next day saying hey it was so great to meet and it was such a good time hanging out with you and and she was like you know i've always dreamed about you being in westworld i was like well oh. we can turn this dream into a reality yeah. as long as Holy I was like, Shit. as long as I don't have to get naked, I'm like, we will <laughs> do this. Because everybody did. You're I was right. like, oh, I yeah. am going to keep eating these nachos <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, having these uh, Sour oh. Patch Kids. So, and, and, and she was like, okay, okay, yeah, 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 I got you, I got you. And so, um, and so yeah, it all worked out. We I made it happen and it was such a wonderful experience and I oh learned so God. much. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel the need when I'm on somebody else's set to be a producer or to yes. like nice. tell them what to do. Yeah. It's like, to me, everybody has a different way of doing things. Yeah. So I just step in. I'm like, hey, I'm in your world now yeah. like I go by your rules oh, absolutely like, I mean they're an established show and you yeah. take you take that producer hat off and yeah. you take that and it also alleviates you from all that bullshit like you're there yeah. to do what they I want I have you. so much more fun like yeah. hanging out with Evan Rachel Wood Aaron yeah. Paul Marshawn Lynch like it was great it, it was such a, such such a, a crazy force I'm like we'd be on set like and only <laughs> in this business are the four of us like <laughs> uh, playing heads up in between setups yeah. like <laughs> what the hell man oh my God. you know that's insane it was amazing where do you see yourself now you're young where do you see yourself you set up uh you know you do philanthropic work mm-hmm. you've you've, you've, I feel like you've company, done fucking everything mentorship it's <laughs> awesome. i mean i still i mean I, I think the biggest thing is to really like figure out this mentorship thing we eventually want to have an artist residency out here oh, you know where we fly people out and call them hillman you know people like, like hillman grab fellows. yeah like yeah man oh, wow uh, and, and i've been like last this past sundance obviously before everything went to shit like it was such a great sundance like i was in a movie called bad hair which i'll be on hulu i believe october 23rd which is my best friend justin Simeon 
Korean sophomore film. The first movie we did together was Dear White People. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And course. so this is his second film called Bad Hair about a black woman who decides to get a, a weave. Oh, that, hi. But the weave is possessed. So oh, shit. It's, that's it's all up in her kitchen. It's yeah, all fucked it's, up. It's all fucked up. <laughs> she gets a weave to help, help her climb the corporate ladder, but ultimately ends up ruining her life. And so I play oh, so uh, one of her friends <laughs> in the movie. That's great. Uh, and so, so yeah, so that, that was premiering at Sundance. A 40-year-old version premiered at Sundance. That's and so then great. we premiered 20s at Sundance. So it wow. was a really busy Sundance for Dude, sure. It was a really busy yeah. time for Lena But Way. it was also crazy because like that's when they announced like, you know, it went public about me breaking up with my ex. I was like, oh, Jesus. So it was like so such an interesting. At the same time. <laughs> it, it Welcome was, to Hollywood. Like, so somebody was like, I'm surprised you're here. I was like, man. <laughs> what you like, thank God what, I'm here. I was Take like, my mind off okay, shit. Okay. Like if you be sitting at home just like looking crazy. Well, that's what I'm saying. In Chicago, I mean, they still have TMZ because fucking Harvey's got his tentacles oh, everywhere. That shit. So, please, everywhere. Do, has that happened where you come out yet and they're like throwing that shit out? Or, Luckily, no. Not okay. about my stuff. I think sometimes right. when I'm at an airport, which is always yes. so crazy, you just almost like, what? And that's it's always happening. the word. You get off a plane, you trying to get to where you got to go. But but they they tend to be, you know, one, but one time I was like, out on the street, like in Beverly Yeah, <laughs> like, in Beverly Hills, they'll come out. I'm like, oh, this is not a good place they're to like, be. I was like, just weird the first time for you. Like, you're just it, well, me well, and well, So they asked the fuck most crazy yeah, questions. They asked about, the about news. other people's stuff. Yes. So it wasn't my oh. shit. And, so, so, and they can take like, it out of, you can be like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm like, yeah. what? Like, like it was, no they're like, what do you think about what's going on with this? And I'm just like, hey, man. Not touching that. You gotta, you gotta just be like, hey, to each his own, lots of love, love and light to everybody. I remember when my girlfriend was going through some shit in Mexico with the whole El Chapo. She's one of my best friends oh, and she shit. was the center Jeez. of El Chapo right he had a big crush on her and she went down there with Sean Penn and the whole thing wow. Harvey calls me up and I would see it would say Harvey Levin and I would hit decline <laughs> and, and then I, I, I finally I, hello and he called from somebody else's phone he goes oh. it's Harv I go Goodbye. Oh. Like he makes me so nervous because I'm like, I don't want to no. talk about the cartels. Yeah, then you you get nothing. in trouble. You then get in trouble. I get in trouble. <laughs> exactly. Or nah. it's taken the wrong way. Or people are like, that bitch doesn't know me. Like, why are you talking about me if it's, right. it's something like that? How do you oh, feel yeah. about Nicole Richie's divorce? I I don't feel anything. I don't know. Right. <laughs> or it's like, or you'll say something that seems completely harmless and then it'll pop up on Twitter and, and people are You're like, wait, what? I didn't mean it like that. You have to be so careful. You really do. And I think, and, and the tricky thing is, is like, I it saddens me in a way oh, because yeah. we are- Cancel culture, you mean? Well, I mean, I don't really even know what that means, but I think, because uh, one day somebody's canceled and they put out an album or a movie and they're kind of back. I mean, yeah. I think there are certain people that do need to go away yes but also but it just but, but there are certain people that trial by trial it doesn't phases. matter you know yeah man they just get away with it there are people that just they might be in the shit storm and then all of a sudden a couple weeks later like what happened nobody cares he's back well hollywood is known for that i always say yeah. robert downey jr is one of the, the greatest side. that's the yeah. biggest comeback and rightfully story so because you know there's certain things you shouldn't be able to get away with right. and have have Correct. redemption right. but you know addiction and things like that and he did oh, the yeah. work that to get healthy yeah. and his talent is undeniable so yeah. and then people bet on him and believed in him right and gave him a chance and that's what goes back to your mentorship and just your production company i mean yeah i always think like by doing that and helping other people rise up in a lot of ways it, it will only you. elevate you yeah because you're surround yourself with young new talent new yeah. voices new perspective well i think to me it's exciting to talk about you know other people are coming up or even like you know talking about Rada's movie Justin's film yeah I'm honored to be a part of and then like this this uh, show we're doing we're still filming right now called Them uh, it's an anthology series this first season is called Them Covenant and the second season will be called Them something else because there's always a new Them you know oh, them wow. and us. That's a great so, idea. 
Yeah. So um, Little Marvin, that's his real name. He legally changed his name. It's on his driver's license. It's not wow. a nickname. Little Marvin. And he's just an amazing mind and brain. And um, and it's all about this family, this black family that moves into a white neighborhood in 1953. Um, and the only thing scarier than the white neighbors that don't want them there is the fact the house is haunted. Um, oh, and, that's and, and, great. And also the white neighborhood they move into was Compton. Compton used to be all white. Yes, it was. Yes. Um, yep. And then obviously it, it, it turned. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and it's such a, a phenomenal idea. I was talking to him this morning as well. So to me, I get more excited about introducing people to talent, you yeah. know, than just talking like, now I'll always have my stuff and it'll come out and people will do with it what they will. But to me, I think the real exciting thing is about watching people's dreams come true, you know? Well, you know, and I think a couple things on that, when you are an outlier, which I believe you are, mm-hmm. uh, I look at a Snoop Dogg and his collaborations. Let's say he picks a Pharrell. Who I also dig, he and I are cool. Well, he's the best. And yeah. so he picks a Pharrell to collaborate with mm-hmm. because Pharrell's younger and he gets he co-hosts with Martha Stewart I oh, mean, come on. Well, that too so he's not afraid of <laughs> introducing himself yes. to different kinds of talent he gets along to, with everybody oh yeah he sure does yeah but, uh, <laughs> but he's the best I mean yeah. he's he's I love him and um you know I, I feel also like think the platforms are there today. Sorry, it's to so different. You, but it's like you know, Watchmen. Oh my god, incredible, yeah. phenomenal. Lovecraft Country. Yeah, I'm only. Well, we only have three or four episodes. Shout out to Misha Green. Hello, yeah. and it's so inventive and yeah. creative. Yeah. And I do think like then the anthology just right now American Horror Story yeah. changed the game of oh, where yeah. we can have this same actors playing but, these like, yeah. very yes. intricate Which I think is what's helpful to get oh, yeah. people like Angela Bassett and just, you oh, know, Jessica what, what, What's the show oh. where the, the, the black people move into the white neighborhood and then they have a haunted house? That's that, them. It's called Them Covenant. That sounds this is a good w- name. When's that? Too. Well, it'll be out sometime next year on okay. Amazon. It's an Amazon show. That's we got so We cool. got a two season pickup so we have nice. that and then once you finish this we'll are see you what you want to do. No, I'm not. Just a producer on it. Okay. And I even want too because it's so funny like how common came on to help me like yeah. they kind of wanted someone of oh. note to come on to be ep and i was like well i don't want to just be dead weight like what do you mm. need and how can i be helpful and i had that breakfast with little marvin and it was a wonderful meeting of the minds and i realized oh i can be helpful because i've been through this before <laughs> like and i yeah. can like help you avoid certain landmines that's interesting. and that's really and and but then it's become so much deeper than that and, and he and i've just bonded and i think because that's another thing too it's like what i realized is someone said this in a program i went through which is i've learned to be so true it's like getting your own TV show is like being beaten to death with your own dream. Oh, um, wow. That's it's, it's really deep. real. Oh, and so, yeah. you know, as we get ready to launch 40 year old version and them coming, it will be out soon and, and things like that. Like I get to tell them like, yeah, it's exciting. But then somebody on Twitter ain't going to like it, you yeah. know, and they're going to talk shit or, yeah. or, you know, somebody will like take something out of context. You said in an interview and then you got to deal with that. Or, yeah. or one of your actors will all of a sudden be like, you know what? Yep. I want to direct next season. I want to do this. And you're yeah. like, well, hold on. Ooh. Wait. So it's like, I try to explain to them. It's like, there is no there there. You know, mm. it's like, there's a joy in getting to do what you love and to to walk in your purpose uh but, but there's also a downside yeah you know it's it's it's, it's exhausting it's yeah. draining it's, it's but, all these you're things very, uh, you got so much energy like how do you is it because you're living your dream are you like okay fuck it like i this is what i wanted and i'm i'm embracing everything oh yeah i think that's a big part of it you know i'm very excited you know my heart is still in it you know and oh, you can tell and i think that to me is what keeps me going but i'm also just excited about what like i always feel like i'm always racing against time it's like you never know and I'm I mean, even, you know, oh. the loss of Chadwick Boseman, who's, who's uh, uh, <gasps> you know, someone who I got Ooh. to celebrate and see Ooh. out in the world, you know, mm. um, even seeing like pictures of us at like different things. He and I were both honored at the MTV Movie Awards. I was on where he, he won. And so, we you know, we just wow, would always connect man. whenever we were out. And I think to me, what I really learned 
from his legacy and his life is that time is meant to be used in the best way possible. And I think he used his time on this planet to really, yeah. to leave his footprints, you know, for others to, to follow behind. And so I think, I, to I, me, I want to continue to do that, use my I life. Think for me, when I read it, I started bawling. I didn't even know. Yeah. And I said, okay, because I went through the journey. And I started reading that he did all these movies. Mm -hmm. And my kids and I, or Rocco and I were watching Black Panther last night. Mm. And he said, you know, mommy, did he have cancer there? And I said, he did. And he goes, but, because he had seen me come home bald. He saw me mm. come home sick, vain, you know, right. the intravenous and drugs and chemo. And he's like, how did he do it? And I said, I don't know, man. And I think some people's legacy, like I was very open and honest about my journey on yeah. Twitter uh, of, you know, getting my tits chopped off and chemo and hair loss. Yeah, yeah. He said nothing, but that's his legacy. What he did was while he was internally, mm -hmm. I don't want to say suffering, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of anxiety that goes with cancer of that's course. outside of the physical, right? Yeah. So he was able to remember lines, to do movies, to show up, to go to kids' cancer charities, not yeah. say a fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't do it. I'd be bawling. And um, right. that, to me, is the legacy. Like, he didn't have to say that he had it. Everyone was stunned. I'm sure people knew mm -hmm. close to him, but I'm so glad that it was kept secret because I feel like nothing is anymore. Oh yeah, I think that's a big thing too. People yeah. realize that it's about who you have around you, about people you yes. can trust. Mm -hmm. But I really think there's so much to be really gained from the way he lived his life, you know, yes. because uh, yes. there's so much dignity, so much class. And I, I just feel like whenever you are around him, you know, I, I, last time I saw him was at an Oscar party and this most recent one Oscars. And it was just, he was just so full of light and love and, and kindness. And, um, and I think he would have been that way, even if he wasn't mm. suffering, you know, but I think, I think I'm, I'm just really grateful that we got to experience him in our lifetime, you know? And I think it's just a reminder to me to just make sure that you just make it about the work, make it about the work, make it about your yeah. family. Well, and, and the you rest can is like, do oh. that, but your family's still in Chicago. When you come to LA, you got to surround yourself with the right yeah, people. What, chosen family, you, for sure. Did you have all those people set up already? Or did you sort of like, were you, I didn't know anybody when I moved here. I didn't know anyone either. No, okay. I, I found yeah. my tribe and, got you it. know, and the tribe evolves and grows and, you know. You need more good people. Yeah, and, then, yeah. and I'm, I'm grateful that my tribe is a tribe of artists so we all work together you know and um direct on each other's shows and like acting their stuff so you know cool. uh justin our, our creative paths keep crossing you know i was in uh, a season of dear white people uh i had a, I had a little small cameos in, in in the film and and obviously bad hair so we we always like to come back together in that way but we're just it, it's important you know we're all like the black i love Hollywood. the whole idea of bad hair when you don't have a weave like which <laughs> like did, have you ever did I ever weave? They're like, a big fucking problem. I know. It's like, and I, Michelle Turner's like, I ain't going to your pool. I love it, but it's not I know. happening. <laughs> Michelle's not messing up her rap, her, 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 her pressing curl. No, I always, I was, I was a natural hair girl for a very long time. So I think that's also, there's something I think Justin is saying in bad hair that I really appreciate as well about, yeah. you know, not, not that you're going to pit one against the other, right. but having natural hair was definitely a journey for me. And then obviously oh, I yeah. cut it all off. I mean, but, that description yeah. of that movie, like, just That's the hysterical. I mean, it. I agree. I think, I that mean, and I, and I got like, to, yep. he, did you, did he, you, he did like a whole week, weekend getaway in Palm Springs with myself and a lot of other members of our tribe and we kind of workshopped it and he went away and wrote it and so wow. he really is good about <laughs> involving us and, and, um, and making sure, you know, everybody's voices are heard. That's so cool yeah. because there's hair and then there's weaves and then, you know, the freedom when I lost all my hair, it was like, I remember brushing it out and my weave coming out, I was like, oh, that feels good. 
because oh. I had not brushed through real hair, my hair hair, oh, wow. for years. So when I, and I didn't realize it was all going to come out after the first chemo. So I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll give it a try. And I combed it and everything <laughs> came out. Included, I was like, whoa, wow. it's so freeing. You know, it really is. Like, it's just like, I don't know. It's a whole different level of, so I think that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chris Rock did a movie on hair and yeah. how it's all, you yeah, know. He did a documentary called. Documentary. It was Good, good Hair. Good yeah, Hair. Good yeah, Hair. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. With, yeah, especially with black women. Like oh, we yeah. go through so many hair journeys and uh, it's a part of our, yeah. you know, our Culture. soul. Your soul. Yeah, that's why, yeah. I, that's why I love that salon song, Don't Touch My Hair, man. Because <laughs> it's like, I love it. Because she's like, it's, it's it really, yeah. it's, it's more than just hair for yeah. us. Yeah. Oprah, yeah. you know, once again, she was the first person I remember watching. She goes, Oh yeah, you don't understand. We go and we're at a salon for eight hours. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What?" Oh yeah, my mom used to yeah. be at the salon all day. Like it's a whole thing, but it's also the culture. Cultural. Culture. Yeah, yeah, it's yes. not just the women's salon; the men too. It's the place to shoot the shit. Oh yeah, bar like barber shop, shop. like yeah. that too. I remember Steve yeah. Harvey. <laughs> there was a place in the hood, and the guy the guy won a hoodie, and his fucking line was, "If your hair is not becoming to you, you best be coming to us." <laughs> Pissed my pants. I said, I gotta go on stage now. And then Steve came out. We, he's like, you act a fool, girl, because he took his shoe off. And I was running around smelling it, and I pass out on the stage. <laughs> we had so much fun those days. And then the hoodies were gone, you know. But it was to oh, represent yeah. people. What they call in the hood. Well, the culture, but he came yeah. Up, you know. Oh my god. No, you gotta, you gotta appreciate people you, in the community. You in know? the community, oh absolutely. <laughs> it was like EJ Jackson. Do you remember EJ? Yes. He ran this company and he passed. God bless his soul. And he would give out. Uh, it was a black run company from. I want to say it wasn't Compton. It was right beside. But he. Uh, it was a car company, car service, right? He had oh, a limousine. Babylon and he did so- limousine. Boom, right? No, it was... Oh, uh, never mind. Oh, it could have been called Babylon. Jackson Limousine. Jackson, Why yeah. are we even trying to but get But anyway, every, every year he would put on Thanksgiving and he would give out bags and bags and he would have volunteers and you, the line would go around the block and then some and you would have families come up and it would have everything in the, the bag. Yeah. Oh, he was such a good man. Wow. And that's when I started to really understand the community yeah. and really wanting to be part of it and also just being loved and accepted, you know, where I came from, it was just different, you know, and it wasn't that sort of, and I got that from the community. I got that from the men that I dated and their mm-hmm. mothers. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of the guys telling me his mother was 89 or 87 her mother was a wet nurse and I said what what is that and she's Mm. like oh wow and she told me the whole story and I got very into the black culture and and history and the sorrow and the blood and the tears and then the funny and the funny was the biggest part of it for me because it's just oh yeah that's where it, it just it's amazing yeah black folks i'm really just always amazed how resilient like we are yeah and um because you are yeah i mean like what the ancestors have been through you know is really very few people would have survived and so i think i don't know how people did are the descendants means that you know we have to live victoriously you know, I think in their honor. And I always like to say that we're somebody's ancestors right now. So well, it's about I was, how uh, we're walking through the world. My daughter was on TikTok fighting mm-hmm. with somebody. They go, all lives matter. And she's like, are you that ignorant? Why, you know, so she knows about Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter. But I also remember I had a book called Freedom. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It is hardcore. Mm. It shows men what they went through, women mm. as slaves, wow. hanging from trees. So I remember showing her at a very young age. Wow. Well, I mean, not three, but, you know, young like, enough to she like understood. She still is young. Because I, don't know. Yeah. I wanted mm-hmm. to show her that this is life and people are discriminated against so for her you know arguing with this guy on tiktok normally i'd be like don't argue with fucking trolls who cares then i was like "Uh, you got a point you know she's like do you understand why it matters uh so i think you know getting back to there's time and place like 
like Chadwick didn't go out and say, I've got cancer. Right. Your show doesn't say, hey, she's trans or she's a lesbian. Right. It's part of a storyline that's woven into a bigger picture. And I think that that's really important. And I think that there are people that are outliers like you mm-hmm. that make it so. Because otherwise, like there's like, oh, maybe let's put a little more emphasis on it. Why? There, there's no need to put more emphasis on it. Yeah, you right? know, that's something I really try to do. You know, it's about how do we, you know, and sometimes we'll, we'll make sure people get a little bit of education with their entertainment. But yeah. for the most part, we don't really want to be preachy. You know, yeah. we don't want to tell you're you what not. to think. You know, we want to present, you know, a world and people and hopefully you see yourselves in them. You know? Yeah, it's interesting. I saw myself in so many characters, but what I loved was like, that one's a villain for now. And then you end up, you're in love with that person. Mm-hmm. Well, like, And then, because yeah. that's people, that's the way they are yeah. in real and life. And that's the TV, I, you know, I, I really came up on, yeah. you know, I think watching stuff like. What was you, yeah, what did you watch coming up? I watched, that's a great thing. I think I watched a little bit of everything. You know, I would watch old TV. Like I would watch All in the Family and Jeffersons and Good Times and oh, Mary Tyler Moore and R- Rhoda. And stuff All the like shit that. we couldn't do anymore. I know, on regular TV. exactly. And then, but then I would also watch, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air family matters a different world yeah, Cosby yeah. show but then I got older I watched the practice West Wing mm. Mad so Men you're you know. a, like a cinephile and you just watch TV. all of it yeah yeah I really liked you know I just and, and now obviously watching I may destroy you and uh, Atlanta mm. and Dave there's so much to watch yeah there's so much good stuff out what there. what about comedians did you grow up with oh any and- big big very much influenced you know Martin Lawrence I got to really build with him he called me the other day just oh to check God. in on how I was doing how and bizarre Martin, is that do you ever pinch like, yourself yo that was a real moment because I was like uh hey Martin what's up you know I was like what's going on and he's like done just check it in see how you doing oh my god and um and I had those moments he, oh. when I was dating Eddie Murphy's friends because I grew up in raw and delirious I'm older than you oh, but man. raw and delirious no, I'm a big, I got Eddie like on vinyl you oh, know I'll listen to him yes. I'll listen to Pryor on vinyl oh Richard Pryor's uh, everything Whoopi Moms Mabley you know Moms uh, Mabley it's like That's you gotta back. really listen because the thing is is like it's one thing to watch comedy talk about Jamie Foxx like, I'm a big I, I love Jamie I, yeah. I'm so honored to, to, to call him a friend now but you you know, I used to watch like I might need security all the time. I love that special. <laughs> uh, you know, I because I because I I do really love comedy. I love writing comedy. You mentioned you like Parks and Rec. So oh, before you met with Parks and Rec, yeah. the comeback. Uh, you like beep. quirky, offbeat kind of like. Yeah, yeah, it's I all character too. stuff. It's yeah. all character. And, yeah. um, you know, and I think, you know, for me, it's always, that's where it starts. It's like, okay, who are these characters? Why am I interested? Right. I think to me, like Valerie Cherish is like one of the, oh, the great God, characters the like on television. Yeah. Like, so interesting. Again, talk about hero and villain. You're like, I don't know if I'm rooting for yeah. her or if I want to kill her. Like, I can't. <laughs> and she'd make you feel so tell. uncomfortable times what <laughs> yeah, she's doing like, and the fly what? on the wall. You're like, stop, Valerie, stop. stop. But then you wanted her to do it. Yeah. Oh, and she auditioned basically to play herself that time. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. God. I mean, and just, kills it and you're oh. like oh and then you know and then he and that's so true about like what they're saying about like sometimes these writers they are miserable they are drinking they're like yeah. unhappy oh. yeah. doing stuff and then they they go through rehab they get better and then <laughs> yeah. he's like I want to write about this time and it's like what so I just I really do love I love love characters and I think that's where that comes from with me is that I, I grew up on you know even like something like The Practice like you know yeah. that like that Bobby character he was so like you couldn't tell you like am I rooting for him is this is this yeah. justice what's happening and so for me, I think that definitely was ingrained in did, me. Did you have a lot of, you know, in all the shows that you're talking about, uh, don't really see a lot of lesbians, period, right. white, black. When did you feel there was a moment for you that said it's all good, like it, it doesn't matter? Well, I mean, I think 
especially that's the thing people don't realize even though i'm i'm a younger person but when i was growing up there really wasn't a ton of representation um and it's weird because it wasn't like i needed to see myself in order for me to know who i was you know but i think now i think it is important for people to see themselves but not because they need to be told who they are but because they should be validated as well Mm, in our in our society what do you think about like a lot of women come out they'll be married and then they're like oh yeah well then i had an affair with her like to me, I love the fluidity. And I remember something Ruby Rose said because she's like, she goes, why the fuck do I have to be the spokesperson to say like, okay, yeah, there's women, you know, I'll fuck around with women and the men want a relationship with a man. I'm not the barometer here and Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the barometer. Mm -hmm. I think she's one of the most fucking sexy women I've ever seen. But she and I have been getting to know each other over DM and talking. She's oh, started watching The Shy. Damn. Like, so sweet. It's crazy. You gotta hook up with her. But here's my thing. She does this great video and it's called uh, uh, Break Free. Have you seen funny. it? Break Free? Oh, so she yeah, starts yeah, yeah, out yeah, like yeah. a fucking Victoria's Secret yeah, supermodel. Yeah, I see that. It's the only time I've seen somebody shave the fucking head and like mm-hmm. look better in the end with no makeup. Like she's mm-hmm. so fucking ridiculously hot right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she can be a bit of a fantasy for women yeah. but then guys still kind of like her yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. so you know and, and every now and then like a guy will say something to me like yeah lena I mean, if you ever want to come back over here i'm like really <laughs> like and what what what, what are you, you dreaming of you said like you've never been over there since you knew yeah. from birth. no yeah no I, I i'm not that fluid in my sexuality <laughs> yeah. but i but to me i definitely embrace fluidity i think yeah, it's important yeah, yeah, I, yeah. and i wish more and also and that's too, what she for, said. for black men i want to see it embrace more as yes. well you know but I'm don't also, you think it is kind of being embraced i hope so uh, it's tough because the fact that I, the amount of texts i got from people that were saying i didn't know nc nash was gay i think to me it does sadden me a little bit yeah, because what sure. i respond and I, i'm always happy to respond and say this i said i don't think it's that she was this closeted person yeah. for all these years yeah. i think she met someone who she fell in love Fucking with love happened is to love. be a woman and so but i think that's hard for people to wrap their brains around you know for them mm, it's they want to label it also oh, she was closeted yeah. all this yeah. time and i'm like not no, necessarily no and you love know. is love and I feel the same way Angelina Jolie once took a lot of shit for saying you know I just want to find love whether it's a woman or a man and right. I was like yes me too uh-huh. like I, I don't care I, I, and my kids know that in fact remember the the thing we did with them so I've never brought a man home since I've been divorced seven mm-hmm. years I get that and I was in, I was interviewing my uh, kids <laughs> and I said well what do you guys want from me I'm like what if I had brought home a date like a guy or something and Rocco goes no Nope, nope, not gonna happen. I go, would you rather me bring home a woman? And in unity, they both go, yes. Wow. So I got great kids. My kids are, I I love, I got really lucky. And I think it's my parenting because I also grew up in Canada where it's extremely open. There's all communities. Mm. Toronto is very multicultural. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hate when they say oh, there's no black people up there. I'm like, fuck off. No, and, please. Please. No. And and also sexuality. I mean, we're very much like Europe. Uh, mm-hmm. We always have been. Yeah. So when I first moved down here, I'll never forget talking about something on TV going, yeah, my boobs are real. Like I, I was like, I don't know, some doctor said that he did my boobs. I'm like, I'm going to sue you because these are my tits. Like, how dare you? I didn't say tits because it was the morning show. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I said, no, these are my breasts. Like these are 100% Canadian bacon. And then and I remember uh, the, the, I got get called in and I'm like, I'm defending myself. What are you talking about? And like, I was like, are you guys that much prudish? Like, yes. and so then this wow. happens, the Janet Jackson Super Bowl. Yeah. And everyone goes crazy. And then the next story, we're at war and they're like, these images may be disturbing. And then the screen goes black and you hear, I'm like, oh, so five people just died right there and we're upset about, you can't even see it. It's got a clock, like that's America. Canada's the opposite. So they wouldn't get so upset about a nipple 
you know, what would outrage them would be the loss fucking of life. life. Yeah. Loss of life. Yeah. So it's been a weird dichotomy for me to be down here, you know, in the States. <laughs> I remember watching the Sat Super Bowl here at your house. Yeah. And you had not gotten like, what was that? The DVR? Oh, TiVo. You know, TiVo. TiVo, yeah. Okay, so God forbid you were looking down the onion dip or something. I was watching, actually, and I saw it happen in real life. And I remember for a long time, and I remember even Jill, I think you thought too, I think people thought it was planned. Planned, yeah, no. And then ultimately, you know, Janice said it was not. It was an accident. And by the way, guess who got involved? invited back to the Super Bowl Justin, Justin. guess yeah. who did not Janet yeah, yeah. and I worked, a lot of people are like listen nah, we call it Janet appreciation day yeah absolutely yeah. I worked for the NFL for 10 years I was right. there I saw Fox held it the next year and I'll never forget being told by David Hill whom I love and respect and who gave me that gig he said well after last year's episode <laughs> he's like you can't be wearing one of those tight what what a band-aid I'm like bandaged oh. like Hervé Leger dresses he's like right none of those <laughs> we're not gonna be looking at the twins and i was like boring <laughs> you know it's like but it's our world you know it's yeah. just, this uh, sexism i think is becoming better and i'm 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 praying that what we're talking about helps get that you gotta have voice hope out there hope, hope and also yeah. just that acceptance mm-hmm. like it is what it is and i have faith because i have two kids a 10 year old and a 13 year old and i'm wow. fucking telling you what when this shit goes down that's the next generation Thank and God. nothing but it's Thank you as God. a storyteller too because it yes. goes back to you have purpose you have passion so you can take on all this and it feels probably not overwhelming to you because you believe in it and well, you're passionate it, it about it it is overwhelming at times like you know i think i'm so grateful to be surrounded by my team and yeah. to be able to put things Help on their you. plate and make sure yeah. just because you cannot no one's a one-man band you know and i <laughs> no. think sometimes people yeah. like the idea of that but i'm just like it's just not How could true. you do it all on your own and that's why impossible. i love i love as much as i can to tell people that like this is rishi rajani these are my execs this is my amazing team this is my management so I think because ultimately it does take a village like I no one's doing all this do stuff that. by themselves oh, it's yeah. important because I think there yeah. have been writers in the past and showrunners that you almost feel like they did it all themselves yeah, yeah. And, and mind you the audience again you have to help them because they'll yes. say Lena another great episode for you and I'm like well I didn't technically write that episode <laughs> right. Right? I know it's a show I created but you yeah. know and it's also but I think to me it's just really important that you know we educate people about how this works it's like no there's a whole writer's whole, room yes. how many writers do you have for the shy oh it, we have about like i think uh six writers this season that's not a lot and i'm curious right. to when you sit down it comes out verbally first you pitch an idea of where a character is oh, going all talking it's all, it's all conversations talking. first just, just rapping yeah, about and it and obviously our, our writer's assistant is, is, is keeping track of everything who by the way who is a gentleman who i met his name is deontay i met him at a restaurant like he was the manager at the restaurant and oh, i was sitting there God. having dinner and of course he says hey i got a dream i want to do this and so i was putting like writers groups together so and i was cool. like okay why don't you come be a part of a writers group my showrunner justin hillian went and spoke to them and gave them advice and then when the shot came back for season three he was our showrunner's assistant and um and then wow. we, we were like hey man okay we're gonna bump you up to writer's assistant and he didn't even oh. understand that that was a promotion he was like well that felt like a lateral move i had to literally call him and say oh, man geez. this is like a step away oh from the thing God. and i was like and i get it i think you're nervous you got to be taking all these notes but i was like that's what it is it shouldn't be easy like you're taking a step up yeah. and challenge. okay cool 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 and so now i always feel just pride when i get the email from deontay saying here are the notes that's for room unbelievable today. you know so from that from that where he is now to meet him at that restaurant like you're that's such a, a big deal for me amazing you're not a snob like oh it's got to be a person who's written on this already mm. and that i love like when somebody says to me 
I wrote you a fan mail or I met you when I was a waitress and now they're a fucking movie star. I never have to worry that I was an asshole because I've right. never been a dick. And yeah. I think you're born one and or you're not. And so for you to, to help people's careers on that level, I can see you doing a movie festival or mentoring where people mm. come up and, you know, get their dreams made. Yeah, well, but to me, it's really more about like, you can come up to me all day, but then when I say, okay, are you ready to work? That's yeah. really where the, the it separates from like yeah. who's really about it and who just wants to do it. Yeah. Because I always tell people all the time, it's easy to chase your purpose than to walk in it. You know, it's much easier oh, to, to always that's a be really good saying. on the hunt. By saying that. Because then you, you have to change. Then you have to adjust. Right. Then you have to sacrifice. Then you lose people. Then, right. you know, and people sometimes like, they like being comfortable. They like being around their people. They like doing the same things. And it's yeah. sort of like, nah, man, if you're really going to be in your purpose, like, you're going to take some hits. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're going to get, you know, people going to take swings. And I always say, it's like, it comes with it. It comes with mm, it. That's and right. either you can deal with that or you can't. But I always tell people, like, don't think that because you, you made something that everybody's going to love it. Like, no, it doesn't, long, uh, it doesn't happen that you, way. As long as you love it and you poured everything into it, that's all that matters. Well, that makes the criticism that much easier. Like when I see people say, oh, you're great or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, cool. And then they say, oh, you suck shit. And I'm like, cool. It's got to be kind of like, both. it got to take both. Mm -hmm. You've got to yeah. take both. Because it's can't that thing just, of like, you read all the positive comments, one then, negative one, your day shot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like, you got to either Figure not it read it at all or take it all as it comes. I've chosen the latter. In other words, like if you recognize me and like me, or you don't recognize it doesn't make or break my day i still right. got my kids trailing behind me i'm still you know like fucking i think when you mom. have kids you really i hear like you don't give a shit about i don't give a shit about it's like look because they are the worst <laughs> critics ever <laughs> they don't like, give a shit but also it's like that is so much yeah. more you know important, important. Than what somebody it's thinks important. About. would yeah. you want to have kids one day or do you, I, I do i yeah. do want to have kids i mean i think i enjoy my freedom so oh, much right now please do so just yeah. like, honey please do but eventually though i know it's something i want to do you like a relationship and kids or would you do it without no definitely want to do it with someone it's for the, it's, sure please do. i know <laughs> it's hard on i know you own. did about half and half yeah but um you know and i was raised by a single mom and so who did date and brought people home so oh, like that, i get it all right so let know. me ask you this now you're not on any dating apps it's hard <laughs> because like i would go on radio be like oh i know that dude Swipe. Swipe the other way. <laughs> you know, it's like all the people in the business and it's kind of creepy. I'm, I'm better like in person. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, like you want to fucking go to this grocery store and just happen by osmosis to meet Mrs. Wright. I always say the same thing <laughs> and it wrong. never happens. Yeah, that's that's a no. meet cute and that bullshit doesn't exist. No. I mean, well, you don't leave your house so that's right. not going to help either. Are you that person? You're like, I want to meet somebody but I don't want to leave my bed. <laughs> yeah. Is that like Maybe a gigolo? Right reasons. Is that a gigolo situation? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's difficult. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, but I mean, it's like, it's, to me I like being surprised like yeah. you never know you know how that goes but I do but then seven years will go by you gotta <laughs> fucking you know it's like don't wait too long you I know gotta, I know she's there you know like I don't have a type like she's like who did you say to recently they're like I what's your type he, she's like oh fuck he needs a job yeah okay that was <laughs> that's that pretty much that's true but she's like uh she stated 24 year old black man a 50 year old okay. white guy let's let's keep it the age at least 30 <laughs> yeah we, at least 30 you probably at home watching hard knocks like that's your date net like <laughs> Mm, they're doing Rams this season, so they're all no, in Los like Angeles. I do like hard knocks, but I, I, love hard knocks. I was not into uh, even when I was on the NFL. I didn't even know who half the fucking players were. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because I, I, like, I'd have to remind people because then they would say on Twitter, "Oh my God, who you know Super Bowl this year?" And I'm like, "I do the weather on that show. I know. I don't, give a fuck. I don't care. I know. They're like, they're like, care. do you know? Because that's yeah. everybody's dream, like a beautiful yeah, woman who knows sports. Yeah, like it that. is, but it wasn't my dream, so I but wouldn't lie about it. You were married to a baseball player. You worked in the NFL. Like you're, you're yeah. false advertising. 
it. <laughs> People are like, You're right. Oh, I am. I'm like, why are you asking me these questions? Like, you work. They on meet the you at a red carpet at a party, but your home body. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. oh, it's true. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like to me, I say I'm a an extroverted introvert. Like, I can step out and do the thing, but yeah. I'm really most comfortable. I can't wait to get home. I'm with you. I live. This is my sanctuary. I lived here for 22 years. Wow. I fucking love it. And have you figured out your place in LA? How long have you been here then? Oh my God, since 2006. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I've been okay. here for a while. Yeah. You've been here for a while. Yeah. At this point, yeah, I feel like an Angelino. And, right. and it's interesting because now with COVID, a lot of people are like, you know what? I don't have to live in LA. Yeah. So some people are saying, yo, I'm going to like fuck this fuck high ass prices for these houses and go elsewhere. But to me, I just, a part of me, I love LA, you mm-hmm. know, and I like being here. Did you find your piece of LA? Because I know Chicago has, commu- like, there's a community. I, mm-hmm. I came from a community in, in Canada. Toronto's right. a community that you have, Montreal. It's not as spread out as LA. Right. And then you come here. This is a nice community though you know well john sally used to call it black beverly hills remember everyone i low-key think big sean don't live too far from here because i have I been to his house well you know who lives right like literally a stone's throw is uh chris brown and then monique oh. lives down the street and um I oh. think John Sally moved to Calabasas okay. now. He's like, Jamie he's all bougie now. I was about now. to say, like, Calabasas is where you're driving when you go into yeah. the big money black people's house. You're like, okay. <laughs> Will like, Smith. You're, you're, right. Yeah. Your phone ain't working. You're like, <laughs> okay. Oh, this is where I'm at. It's like, the Wi-Fi stopped working. Yeah. Um, when your ways gets all fucked up, I you're, know, like, you're like, I'm with some rich people like, I'm, These are the different kind of, this is where the other half lives. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I think eventually, you know, that would be so funny, cut to me finding myself one day in Calabasas, like, damn, it happened. <laughs> Um, you I know, drive by Hong Kong. Bougie, I, I knew it would I happen. Knew it. You did it. Um, that's a little far, though. That's a little far. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I mean, yeah. when you find your you place, you want privacy. That's yes. the biggest. Like the place I'm in now is, is very private. Good. And that's 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 especially really you need you that want. when you're blown up because it's not that you don't appreciate you do, but it can take a whole shitload. My oh ex husband was yeah. not appreciative. Not the ball player number two. Okay, got gotcha. you. Not appreciative. Like if people came up to me at, at a restaurant and I shoot the shit for like 20 minutes. Oh, one time, hell no. One time, Easy E Sun came up and. And he has like this big fucking easy. I shot the shit because I loved NW. <laughs> so I ignored him. He goes, well, you know that guy from high school? I go, no. He goes, <laughs> I go, I never met him. And then like a woman would come up. She'd be like, you know, I'm a single mom. And I was watching you talk about this. The other day. I go, oh yeah. And he would like fucking flames. Wow. So I'm one of those people. I'll talk to everybody anytime. And what it can do when you are blowing up, if you are like that, it can fucking exhaust you. Oh my God. Yeah. And I would come home and have nothing for the kids. So I'd realize boundaries 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 yeah i mean i think i've kind of figured it out because i also talk to you know if they come up i'm going to have a conversation but i think you know it, it, look it, who you're with they do sometimes have to understand like that comes with the dinner yeah you know, and it just is yeah, what it is. but i've learned to kind of keep it because i know how to exit a conversation it's well, you like do. yes i do and i think that's the oh. thing it's like you got to know how to go like well, thank like, you so much appreciate it like, okay and i always say look message me hit me and we'll see if there's something some synergy there and we'll work it out i think she's b- saying something right here liz you hear that <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like message me hit yeah me. you know so it's like, what i'm saying is like i'm happy we're out now i'm with the part you know but yeah. like hit me on the hip we'll, on the dm which is true it's so like, that's DMs good me, it's like we can we can follow up later but it's sort of like let's not have the meeting right here right now <laughs> well but yeah. it's like but if you want to get into it like we can but there's a way I'm gonna give you that space. I'm gonna shake the hand and look you in the eye. That's but nice. It's almost like okay, you figured cool, it out. Me, yeah, that's the that's the thing. It's like I've because I need to do both. I want to acknowledge that person, but I also want to acknowledge the person. I'm I'll with never forget Sandy Bullock at the time, and I was saying to her because we were friends, and I said, I don't know how you do it, man. People like they'll just say oh. Jillian, and like with you, they just stare at you like holy fuck, that's Sandra Bullock, right? Mm-hmm. So she said to me, Here's what you do. 
and I had years of it and Ruby was a baby and she goes, oh, it's very simple. You just, you say, oh, I would love to talk to you right now. I am with family or, but she, you know, yeah. I acknowledge you. Like you said, look them in the yeah. eye. So I was like, I was at ice capade bullshit, something at the Staples Center. And I was with my two kids and it's pouring rain and one of them screaming, I don't want to go see figure skating. He's all pissed right. off. <laughs> and I fucking fell. I was wearing these high heels. I oh. fall on the sidewalk. <laughs> it's raining. The kids are laughing at me. This woman comes up and she goes, you're Jillian Barbary. I go, yeah, I am. She goes, can I get an autograph? I go, I looked up, I go, and I was like, listen to Sandy. I go, normally I would. I go, but as you can see right now, I go, my kids are laughing. I got to scrape them. And she goes, you're a fucking bitch. (laughs) She goes, you're nothing like you are on TV. I told Sandy this story. She peed her pants. Oh my God. That is You are nothing like you are on TV. You're a fucking bitch right in front of my kids. I go, whoa. Fuck. Man, that's the thing. It's you like, never know. You can't always please. And and the thing about it is we get into this business because we want to do what? Please yes, entertain. Yes. So it's a very tough thing, I think, for us. Well, we you've entertained do it. us ridiculously so. <laughs> oh, man. I just want to say to wrap this up because I'm wrapping it up Come this on, time. I love it. The right. pro you are. I learned. I learned from yes, you. You're doing it. We're going to talk later. We're going to DM. Yes. You're going to hit me up. I'm going to yeah. give you my email. Oh, for sure. I'm going to be like Ruby Rose. Fuck that. Okay. But I want to thank you because I've been a fan for a very long time. Okay. And uh, I did not realize that you wrote me a letter. Did I am oh, yeah. beyond honored that you did. Yeah. Do you remember what you said in it? I think I just said something like, you know, you're really funny. This is very inspiring to watch you on television. And you hit me back and you say, it's notes like these that keep me going. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Oh, it was God, really sweet. That's, that's very sweet yeah. of you yeah. to write to me. I mean, yeah. that's... It's unbelievable. It's yeah. so cool, man. And, and I've and, said that to someone since then. Like, you know, someone's saying something to, to me and I go, you know what? This this reminds me. It's, it's weird. It's like yep. sometimes you need to hear from people. Yes. So I think you had like a site. You had like a website. Oh, no, probably beat. done yeah. with your husband. Yeah, it was like I ran it. It was like animated. It yes. Awesome. Oh, my fuck. Yeah. yeah. Jilliansworld.com. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh wow. It's a weird small world. Come circle on. back. Yeah. So I was like, are you well, kidding? It's listen, if the shy comes back and any of the brothers want a white <laughs> Chick, oh, got it. Or the sisters. Okay. I'm just throwing that shit out there. I love it. And Jillian uh, does open. have a reel. I do have a reel. And I'm open. I'm like the United Nations of dating okay. with both sexes. And then we okay. can say, oh, yeah, we got a part for her this season. She gets killed off in the first five, okay. but I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's all I'm throwing There's out there. There's a lot like, of weather that happens in Chicago. <laughs> so oh, I'm the weather chick. That's I right. We got to figure that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We that out. Get you, I, get you out of the house. Lena <laughs> <laughs> Wave, you are the best. You I wish the you best. the best. Uh, I know you. you don't need it, but you're you're one of the hardest working women in this business. Uh. And believe me, I've been in the business 30 years, and I've seen a lot of people come and go. No. And you're on fire, yes. and you deserve it because you're brilliant. Your you. mind, you're brilliant, I and the stuff you. that you come up with is very touching. And it's touched a lot of us. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. We that appreciate means a lot you. to me. It means a lot to me. Thank you. That you wrote me a letter. Yeah, I did. Shit. <laughs> and you responded. Woo! <laughs> Thank God. It would be awkward if I was like, yeah, you didn't hit me back now. <laughs> right. Lena, I love you. Thanks for coming Thank by. Thank y'all. Appreciate you. <laughs>